What's good? What's good? Welcome to the first, the inaugural episode of Black Man White Privilege, my podcast, my final podcast, uh, because I've started 17 different fucking podcasts, and this is for sure going to be the last one that I do. This is going to be the one that carries me into the ether. This is going to be the one that gets me famous, baby. This, this podcast right here is taking me to Hollywood. It's taking me to Hollywood. It's going to take me to Japan. It's going to take me to Japan. I'm going to hang out with otaku women respectfully because I have a I have a partner I have a domestic partner whom I love and cherish with every fiber of my being but I am absolutely going to hang out with otaku women I love otaku women all right I love I love to look at them this is getting weird um yeah my podcast baby I've I've tried to do uh, a podcast and then I was like, why do a podcast? Everybody does a podcast. Uh, and then I was like, no, maybe I should do a podcast. And then I'm like, no, who wants to hear what I have to say? And yet here I am every day toiling away at a set list, trying to construct the perfect, perfect hour long. Well, I'm at about 15 to 20 ish minutes right now, but, but it will get there. It will get there. Fucking stand up comedy, trying to observe the world in a weird way. Um, while also not doing too much serious stuff, because what the fuck do I know? I think too many people are trying to do serious stuff. Uh, so I'm trying to find a nice happy medium and construct jokes and make you laugh and then I'm like but then I, I I look at myself and I go why would I start a podcast who cares what I think but people do sometimes care people do sometimes care and if they don't care they at least laugh at my point of view and perspective and so I figured this will just be an extension of that this will be an hour ish of uh, of material every week that I just just improv just right off the dome and it's a good exercise for me so you're I'm gonna subject you guys to it I'm gonna do it I'm going to subject you guys to it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do some some comedy podcasting and we're going to hang out. Now what is what is Black Man White Privilege? Uh the podcast itself, not so much the name. We'll get into the name a little bit later. But what is Black Man White Privilege? It's me bullshitting, riffing around, and sometimes it's an interview as well. There's a lot of cool people that come through town, a lot of cool headliners, a lot of cool comedians that I know uh that I refer to as my peers. And I would like to show them to you. There's, a, there's a, a thing that we sometimes do in the Ottawa comedy community specifically. That's disgusting. Just cracking my knucks. It reverberating, too. I can hear it ping-ponging in a stereo delay in my headset. Uh, there's a thing that Ottawa comedians do where they make references to some of these comics. They'll be like, I really like Dustin's joke. I really like George's joke. I think Caesar's a killer. Man, Liam had a great joke the other day. But you, the general public, especially if this, if, if through some, some stroke of miracle, this uh, blows up and becomes the greatest podcast known to man and I have to fight Joe Rogan with fisticuffs and he's a Muay Thai expert he's a he's got Brazilian jiu-jitsu in his background so it's for sure gonna be tough but I have something he does not have which is a giant sword do you think Joe Rogan has a giant sword no he's got a flamethrower that's been tainted by Elon Musk's little South African paws and I have a fucking sword so I'll kill you Joe Rogan um and then but you guys don't know what we're talking about because like this this podcast is you know so I'm gonna have some of those guys on here and then you'll get to put a face to the name and you'll be like oh that's the person whose bit this guy was talking about like 17 podcasts ago so anyways yeah baby and the name the name black black man white privilege is literally me because I grew up in a small town where I was pretty much the African, the, I was pretty much the black population, just uh, just so we know I'm not culturally appropriating anything. I am split right down the middle between Irish and European and uh, Nigerian and Sub-Saharan African. That's right. That's right, baby. I know, I know what I look like, okay? I know I look like the guy in your town that hangs off the back of a garbage truck and gets way too much sunshine, probably goes by the name Skeeter and eats cold beans out of a can every night and has no idea that that's not healthy for him until he drops dead of a heart attack at 57 years old and people are going to be like, that's way too young to go. And they're right. 
They're right. But Skeeter, you also can't eat fucking baked beans every night, okay? That's not a balanced diet. That's not nutrition, okay? At most, you're getting fiber and a little bit of protein. But there are other micronutrients that you need. It can't just be macros all the time, all right? Take a page out of Daddy Logan's book. It can't just be fucking macros all the time. You need to get those micronutrients in there as well. can't just be fiber and uh, protein. I think fiber is part of a micronutrient diet. Uh, but anyways, just don't eat beans, buddy. You got to take care of your health. Quit smoking darts. Quit eating only beans. I mean, we're here for a good time, not a long time. Do you want to live to be 100 while the sun explodes and uh the billionaires melt our planet? Probably not, but fucking, what do I know? What do I know? I'm just trying to give you the keys to the Lamborghini. I'm trying to give you tools to success. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah, Black Man, White Privilege, the name of the, the name of the podcast. So, growing up in the small town that I grew up in, I was the African population. And let me tell you, while sometimes they were, most of the time they were pretty polite about it, those kids made no qualms in reminding me about that. Anyways, uh, but then I, I moved to a bigger, I mean, even in Kingston, truthfully, I, I definitely stood out like a sore. There's a lot of white folks in Kingston, um, but it's more like a white guilt thing. Like in Odessa, where I grew up, it was definitely like, they were like some rednecks and they were like, why do you look like a double-double? Um, but in Kingston, it was mo mostly white guilt. Like I had white women with colored hair kind of following me around and being like, please, please forgive me, please. And I'm like, just let me get my groceries, lady. Um... And then I, then, and then, <laughs> and then, and then I moved uh, closer to the Ottawa area and started doing a lot of gigs in Ottawa and found out real quick that I don't know what actual black people looks like. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what actual black people look like. So I moved closer to Ottawa, started doing shows in Ottawa, and I ran into actual black comedians. And I was like, an actual black people. And I was like, holy fuck. I look like a white guy who just got back from Florida. Very different. Um, so, yeah. So, so I wanted to... The, 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 the name of the podcast and my whole thing is... Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a joke. It's a joke. I mean, I, I've never been... I don't get pulled over often for the way that I look. Uh, I've never been pulled over for the way that I look. Uh, and fucking yeah yeah so it's it's a joke black man white privilege it's funny i figured it's a funny little thing it's kind of a kind of calls out a little bit of the of the of the hypocrisy that goes into like people that uh, um uh, refer to that pe people that try to split hairs and become and do a little bit of colorism which is the new ism word by the way colorism thank you modern warrior for gifting us that by trying to erase anybody that is metis from the indigenous circle of life um but uh, yeah colorism people that try to, to to subscribe to the idea of colorism that ethnicity and race are not the same thing which while we understand that that is that is a fully acceptable point uh is to to quote a proverb that is probably belongs to somebody else uh it doesn't matter how much milk you add to the coffee it's still coffee so fuck you anyways um but yeah i didn't want to get i don't want to get political on this podcast i don't want to do any of that shit i just wanted to explain the name of the podcast and all that good stuff and we're gonna get into fun shit dude because the whole like i'm looking at my notes right now about what i wanted to talk about but the whole basis of this podcast is me shutting the fuck up about stuff that i know nothing about and i think that's what we should all do are you not like i know the job of a comedian is to dive deep and and be dangerous and and deconstruct and look at society through a critical lens hmm Oh, are you sure about that? Oh. But aside from a small minority of us, most of us are high school dropouts and or keep regular day jobs just to subsequent or just to just to provide us with income so that we can go out and do shows for free. So what the fuck do we know about anything or its dick? You know what I mean? 
The, my extent of artificial intelligence begins and ends with, hey, that's a robot dog. Please don't put a gun on it. Oh, fuck, they put a gun on it. That's not very good. And then you want somebody to counter, and then somebody comes in with a counter argument and goes, um, actually, it's really good because the national defense system back in 2014, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't have the graphs. I don't have the graphs. I see a robot with a fucking AK-47 on its back, and I go, that scares the shit out of me. And it's the same for anything else. I have very one-dimensional, unilateral, I don't know what that means, um, ideas about a lot of political things, and I go, I don't like that for this reason. And they go, well, what about these 17 reasons? And I'm like, I don't know enough about it, and that's where that ends. I don't write a special about it. I don't write bits about it. I go, I don't know enough about this fucking thing, so that's where it ends. And then I write my comedy based around things that I do know, like Marvel comic books, like my dick, <laughs> like my dick, dude. Like my, like my inadequacy as a lover in the bedroom. I write about those things. And that's what this podcast is about, baby. It's about me shutting the fuck up, and and it's and it's also perpetuating that that idea that maybe we should all shut the fuck up about stuff that we don't really know, you know, you know. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with the show. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys love it. You know, it's all good. It's all good. Um, and one thing that I do know a little bit about is music, because I was a full time musician for like 10 ish, eleven years, um, and I've been in the music industry for a long time. And I started in metal. And when I first started out, one of my most favorite bands in the world was Pantera, because my favorite guitar player was Dimebag Daryl. I loved everything about Dimebag Daryl. I loved his. I thought every guitar solo that he did was like perfect and untouchable. I thought his tone was great, um, and. I thought it was really cool that he used what's called a solid state amplifier versus a tube amplifier. It was great for me because I grew up pretty poor um, and solid state amplifiers were much more affordable. But every time I even looked at a solid state amplifier, all the other guitar players in my community were like, you're wasting your money. Those things are pieces of shit. So to have somebody be in the, one of the biggest heavy metal bands of all time be like, no, solid state amplifiers are great. And of course, now we listen to his tone and we're like, oh, that was ass. But at the time, I was like, fuck yeah, this guy's great. He's got long hair like I do. Uh, he's going, growing a goatee, uh, which I had at 11. Uh, you know, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. Of course, Dimebag Daryl died. I'm not going to spare you the history of, of Pantera. Dimebag Daryl was shot on stage at a, at a Damage Plan concert. And uh, now, years later, Vinnie Paul, the, the drummer for Pantera, passed away as well, which is Dimebag's brother. And uh, years later, we're now getting a, a Pantera reunion with Zach Wilde, who's famously known for being the guitar player for Ozzy Osbourne during the No More Tears era of Ozzy's career. And uh, also the guitar player and the primary songwriter and lead singer of Black Label Society. Um, and they're going to do uh, a, a tour with the lead singer of, of Pantera, whose name is escaping me right now, uh, Phil something. Phil, could Google it. I could Google it. But you know what? So can you. Um, and the bass player, which is like T-Rex Timmy or something like that, or Rex Rex something something. And then some drummer, who's probably from Black Label Society as well, because Z Zach Wilde we're talking about here. And they're going to do a reunion. And the one thing that is on everyone's mind with this reunion, you know, there's lots of things coming in, like, is this disrespectful to the Paul brothers who passed away, who essentially were Pantera? I mean, let's get real here. Like, those guys were kind of instrumental to that sound. Um, is this disrespectful to the fans to be giving out this, you know, to just be kind of cashing in on the name of Pantera when it's like it's not even half of them it's half of the members and not even half of like the greatest you know members uh but the one the one question that everyone has um on their mind is is the lead singer still gonna try and say the n-word all the time I think that's I think that's the biggest question that Pantera fans have and I wish I could answer that for you 
I wish I could answer th- that. Um, and, uh, you know, we had an interview scheduled with Phil, what's his name, the lead singer of Pantera, um, but he had to reschedule because he found out I was black. So it's, uh, it's, it's tough. I mean, that's, again, black man, white privilege. I, if I hadn't mentioned it to him, I, we probably would have had the interview. Um, but, yeah, we don't know. We don't know if he's still going to try and say the N-word. Um, we don't know about the Confederate flag. Of course, it means freedom over there. Of course, it means freedom over there. But we don't know. We don't. We really don't know if he's going to try and say the N word. So God bless those guys. I really hope that they. Um, I really hope that they carry on. And you know what? I hope they drop a couple N bombs. Honestly, one or two, one or two, maybe one and a half, one and a half. Just give me the ER. Say it once, the full word. Okay. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. All right. People are like, what's the set list going to be? I hope they play Cowboys from Hell. I hope they play Cemetery Gates. I hope they play Flood. I hope they play Floods. I would love to hear Zach Wilde's take on the guitar solo in Floods. Sleep. Oh, I hope. Oh, they gotta play. They got Walk. Oh. Oh, they, they gotta play. I'm broken. Oh my God. They gotta play. Here's what I want in the set list. All right. They can play all those songs. I don't care. I'm gonna go because I want three words said. I want him to say the N-word with the hard E-R. I want him to say the N-word with the soft A. And then I want him to say just the E-R. I want him to just go, that's, those are the three, that's the trifecta of Pantera lyrics, honestly, that I'm hoping we get out of this, uh, out of this situation. Um, Yeah, color me a fan. I mean, not if I'm colored. Uh, Fuck me. Okay. All right. I'm going to take a sip of some seltzer water now. This uh, podcast is proudly sponsored by Farm Boy. And not just any Farm Boy product. No, the Farm Boy uh, orange vanille, uh, the orange vanilla carbonated sparkling water. The greatest seltzer water of all time, truthfully. You like bubbly? That's great. You like LaCroix? That's great. But the problem is, is my nut sacks are over top of your eyes right now because I've got swollen dink bag because I've been drinking vanilla orange Farm Boy seltzer water. This podcast is not sponsored by uh, Farm Boy, and Farm Boy does not endorse any of the opinions uh, said in, on this podcast. I'm sure Farm Boy uh, doesn't want uh, Phil What's-His-Face to say uh, the N-word for Pantera. I might be mixing up the lead singer of Pantera, Phil, with um, the lead singer of As I Lay Dying. No, not As I Lay Dying. That's Tim something. Uh, All That Remains. I think I'm mixing up, uh, I think his name is Phil something. They're the same guy. Both guys, both dudes that strongly give off the vibe that they really want to say the N-word. Um, yeah, man. Fuck yeah. So what is what what is going on current event-wise? Thor Love and Thunder just came out. I like how that's what I pick. That's, I like how that's what I pick. Like Joe Biden has like coronavirus and also had like a Heimer's moment where he was like, oh, I have cancer. And then people are like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, I can, no, 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 he does not. My toe kind of hurts. No, it doesn't. No, 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 it does not. Alligator bit off my pinky. No, no, it didn't, Joe. No, no, it did not. Thor Love and Thunder came out, though. And fans are just clamoring, clamoring to the uh, Rotten Tomatoes to be like, not as good as, as Ragnarok or whatever. Not as good as this or that. I got to be honest. I have, I have firmly, mm, so, semi-hard. I have semi-hard, semi-hard, I have, 
my beliefs about about Marvel movies and Marvel comics, well, Marvel movies, the MCU. It's not a firm opinion. It's more like a um. It's more like you're at the family pool party, and somebody comes out of the pool, and it's kind of a revealing swimsuit. You know, could be a one piece, but it's like it's the the the, the wedgie. As it's like you see them getting out of the pool, and you see the wedgie, because they haven't done this this thing where they pull the wedgie out, and you're like, God damn, who's that? Who's that fine, fine Bahama mama over there? And then your aunt goes, Oh, that's your cousin Sandra. That's the opinion that I have. That's how it's like a it's it's a shameful Sammy. Anyways, um. Yeah, Marvel Comics. I have semi-firmly made my opinion to be I don't want to watch any anymore. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want them. I don't want them anymore. I like I like the MCU. I I have I mean my collection is not what it used to be. If you guys remember, if there's any old old school Nubsy Wubsy or Brown Sound podcast fans, you'd know that I used to have walls of fucking pop figures and comic books just everywhere. So my my um setup is not what it used to be um but i don't i don't want them anymore i watched um no way home and honestly i loved no way home great movie i had some emotional moments having it was a real nostalgia trip when you spoiler alert movie's been out for a while spoiler alert movie's been out for a while uh when you see toby Maguire and andrew garfield you know i had some emotional moments watching like my childhood on screen as the characters again as i'm talking about it now i'm like getting a little chilly you know uh, which is great because it's fucking hot in the studio. Anyways, but I got to be honest. Endgame was a great conclusion to the MCU. And I, as great as No Way Home is, as great as like Far From Home was, I would have been fine if they'd have just ended it after Endgame. And I think unless they pull some shit... Unless they pull a fucking MCU rabbit out of their ass over these next couple of movies, which it's looking like it's not, um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's just not for me. It's not for me. I'm I'm losing, and it's the keeping up with everything. I I think of it. I would be more inclined to watch this stuff if it was just the movies. But it's these fucking. They've got two TV shows out. They're like 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 a, a month. They put two TV shows out. You got to binge watch eight episodes of a TV show. You gotta you gotta buy the toy. If you don't buy the toys, how are you gonna know who that character is? That's fucking that's Garagnock. How do you fucking not know? Do you not know the lore behind Garagnock? Dude, he was born seven weeks premature, and he's got one eye bigger than the other, and he says things like Garagnock, and he's like a, such a titular character because in his soul, in his heart. Um, he's got the, the, the Blamtumity Stone, which is the ninth Infinity Stone, where he skipped three whole fucking Infinity Stones. And, and Ranos, which is Thanos' younger brother, he wants to get Garak's heart. So what they gotta do is, is they gotta basically just hold this fucking infant down and just fucking punch their fists right into his heart and pull out this stone. And he, of course, he's screaming. He's not having a good time. But they get the stone out, right? And they put the stone, and they, they, they that's how they defeat Ran. How do you not know any of this? Uh-huh. I don't want any of that. I don't want I don't want to keep up with the lore. I don't want to have to watch like fucking 40 TV shows, 65 movies, two porno spin-offs. Like I don't I don't want that, you know? 
and I'm I can't even grab my dingus because I'm I'm too focused on the on the lore. I don't want to miss I don't want to miss the lore. Just it's just not for me. So you know, MCU great stuff. I, they've got their formula down. It's fine, and they're continuing to put out like the the movies are starting to get mediocre. From what I haven't watched, I really seriously I haven't watched um in the multiverse of madness or anything like that, um and uh, or Thor uh, Love and Thunder. Um, but they're starting to get mediocre from what I've seen in the reviews. It's like what used to be like, that's amazing. And then you'd have one guy who's just like, I'm different. This movie sucked. Um, and that guy sticks his fingers in his belly button and smells it afterwards. So you, you don't listen to that guy's opinion anyways. Um, I'm starting to notice a trend where these movies are constantly being like, ah, it's not, it wasn't great. It wasn't good, but it wasn't great. Um, and that's, that's offensive, truthfully, because if it's a shitty movie, it becomes like a cult classic, like Morbius, where everybody's like, it's Morbin time. But if it's just boring, then it's just forgettable. And I don't like to, because like the Fantastic Four are one of my favorite, like I would say top three favorite comic books that I read as a kid. And it sucks that when the Fantastic Four movie comes out, I'm going to have to catch up on all these characters I don't give a shit about. I don't give a fuck about, I don't give a fuck about Benedict Cumberbatch as an actor, or Cumberbatch or whatever the fuck his name is, as an actor. I, I don't give a fuck about Doctor Strange as a character. Put the two of them together. I got narcolepsy now. I got the debilitating disease that many people have lived with, and I'm probably going to get one or two hate comments about this. Narcolepsy. I've got that now because I watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. You know? It's just, yeah, I, I don't, I didn't even care about Thor. Thor was a boring character to me too. Oh, he's a god. Oh, great. Great. I can't even project my own insecurities onto this guy because he's a god at least like hank pym was a fucking was a lunatic in the comic books tony stark was an alcoholic bruce banner had like dissociative personality disorder uh uh rick reed richards canonically had like was on the spectrum or was at least neurodivergent you know thor's a god how do i relate to thor how do i relate to blonde hair blue-eyed thor hitler's love hitler's fucking wet dream no thanks not for me. So now I gotta watch two movies I don't give two shits about. Just so that I can understand what the fuck is going on in Fantastic Four. And hopefully that movie doesn't suck. God damn, they are they are ice skating uphill. With that. Fantastic Four. Alright, let's move on. Let's move on. I'm fucking I'm done with this. I'm done with this, man. See, this is what happens when you have like we have ADHD. You go on these fucking these rants, these passionate rants about who and who gives a fuck? Who gives a shit? You know, not me. I'm trying to like my my recent project right now, aside from my uh, horrific obsession with stand up comedy, is um, curbing my life so that I'm not making decisions anymore. I'm trying to. I'm trying to subscription box the rest of my life so I don't have to think anymore. Because I have, like, I have Quip, which is a, a toothbrush service where it'll send you, not sponsored, um, but it'll send you, like, new toothbrush heads every three months. Uh, so I don't have to go, I don't have to be like, oh, I need a new toothbrush, and then go to the, the, the grocery store and pick up a new toothbrush. Uh, I have, like, I have just subscriptions at the Wazoo. Uh, the yin yang i even have like my fun like when i get the itch to just buy something stupid i have that sent to me in a subscription box i don't even i don't have to do anything i literally just have to like be a human because it's it's tough my brain it never shuts off and i'm on 
uh, not a medication, but it's like a vitamin that 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 helps. Um, because a vitamin you can take long term. Um, whereas like Adderall would probably, uh, you know, by the time I'm 55, still taking Adderall for ADHD, there'd be fucking tumors on my brain that are like, we're about to kill you. Um, you know, and maybe that's the way I want to go out anyways. <laughs> um, but I've been, I call it organized laziness basically. Cause I like the shirt that you, well, this is a, this is one of my pajama shirts, the fucking the ruckus, uh, shout outs to the ruckus, uh, pajama shirt. Um, but my, my closet, if, if I felt comfortable removing my camera from the frame right now, I would, but my closet is just full of black shirts, polo shirts, uh, black t-shirts, plain black t-shirts. Um, yeah, like my, as soon as I open my closet, Hey there, Delilah. Nah, that's a bad joke. Also, I think it's plain white tees that do that. Also, I don't even think it's that band. I don't even think it's that band. I think it's a different band. I think plain white tees does a different song. Anyways, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I have everything, so I don't have to think. I can just, like, in my stupor before coffee, walk in, pull the thing out, and, and I'm good to go. And I'm good to go, you know? My food. Like, I eat the same thing every day for lunch. I have a sandwich. I have a peanut butter sandwich on the sprouted spirulina or whatever bread that's, like, 130 calories per two slices with, like, five to seven grams of fiber for the two slices um and has got all these nuts and these fucking you know and shit in it so it gives me a bunch of energy i put some peanut butter on that i take a kiwi fruit because a kiwi fruit has the same amount of vitamin c and uh, vitamin d as an apple but it's got more fiber in it if you eat the skin which i do because i'm a fucking monster i eat that skin don't big pharma is telling you not to eat the skin oh shit and we're back. All right, big fucking, I'm going to have to edit that out. Maybe I'll edit this whole thing out. Uh, I'm going to have to figure out why, why it, it shuts off after 30 minutes of recording. That's stupid. Uh, yeah, Big Pharma. What was it talking about? Big Pharma is trying to tell you not to eat the green part of the strawberry and trying to tell you not to eat the skin of a kiwi. Listen, buckaroo, not only are both those things digestible, but they're arguably the healthiest part of the fruits. The skin of the kiwi is full of fiber, and you know that you aren't getting enough fiber. Listen, I've seen you on the toilet. I've seen you straining. I've seen you on the verge of a prolapse, on the verge of a hemorrhoid. My friend, you need more fiber in your life. Get some psyllium powder. Eat the skin of a kiwi. Shit right. Shit right, dude. Fuck. Ah, and the... the um. The, the stem of a strawberry is like one of the few natural sources of vitamin K that you can get in your diet. Just pop the whole sucker in your mouth. Oh, I don't like the consistency. Don't be a fucking baby. Grow up and eat the green part of a strawberry. Our ancestors did it. Listen to the liver king. He doesn't eat strawberries. He also doesn't wipe his bum. Hey, that's when you should have stopped listening to the liver king, by the way. All right, because it's one thing for him to be like on, on the carnivore diet, which is a fad diet, and being like, that's why I'm so fucking ripped and yoked. It's definitely not PEDs. Um, it, it, and then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm into this guy. Everybody collectively, he should have amassed a million followers, which is what he did. And everybody's watching him and is like, yeah, man, that's, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And then he's like, the liver king doesn't wash his beard. And they're like, oh, that's weird. Maybe not for me, but like fucking he's, he's, he's fucking shredded though right he's fucking shredded though right like you gotta fucking you gotta be shredded bro and then he's like liver king doesn't brush his teeth either and they're like mm, 
I mean, like, I guess he's only ever eating meat, so maybe he just, like, takes a tooth... I'm not gonna fucking... Maybe he takes a toothpick or whatever, just ancestral tenants and shit like that. But fucking maybe he's just... He's just into that. And then he goes, and the liver king doesn't wipe his bum or shower. And then you're... That's when a million people should have collectively been like, oh, I'm clicking the unfollow button right now. I don't wipe my bum or shower... I don't wipe my bum or shower... I pray to God this guy only fucks missionary. Because if he's into any freaky stuff, if he for a second is like, liver queen, I want you to eat my scrum, oh, she's dead. She's dead. She died. She got sepsis. She got septic shock. She's passed away now. Doesn't doesn't wipe his bum. I've never had a shit that clean. Never. And don't be like, he's got a bidet. No, he made it very clear. Liver key said, and I quote, liver king does not waste his time on such trivial matters. He shits and gets off the pot, baby. One squat, no wiping, and he's off. And the amount he sweats? Oh. Oh, my God. Fuck that guy. What was I talking about my diet? I had the same thing every day. A kiwi. I have a protein thing because I, I need to up my protein. Protein's good for ADHD. I'm not a I'm not a workout guy. I've tried to be in the past. I'm selling some workout equipment if any of you guys want it. I've tried to be a workout guy in the past. It's not a workout guy. It's not a workout guy. I can't do it. Um, can't stick with it. I do it for like a month and then I'm like, no. Nah. I like I like uh, increasing my non-exercise activity time, the neat time. Oh, give me a nice brisk walk where I can write a, a joke or something. That's... That's, I like to write on the go anyway. It stimulates the brain, gets the noggin going. That's what I like to do because uh, I'm good at stimulating myself. <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm good at that shit, you know? But uh, yeah, yeah, fucking even my, my, my dinner is sent to me. Uh, WeCookMeals.ca or .com or something like that is a Canadian uh, meal kit thing that sends you the food done. You don't, it's not like HelloFresh where you're like, oh, I got to cut and cook shit now. And I like cooking, you know, I like fucking, I like cooking, but I, ju- I don't like it enough to do it every time that I need to eat and I need to save money by not going out and eating takeout. So I get this meal kit delivered to me and I just put it in my, my pan and I heat it up for like three minutes and it's done and I have a full meal that's delicious and nutritious and, I'm, and I don't have to worry about it. I don't think about anything. I pick the meal that I want. And if I if that's even too much for me, I just go in order, and I and then it's and then my brain is completely optimized to do the thing that I like to do, which is write stand up, hang out with Tay, do stand up, practice my stand up routine, and then do any other bullshit that I want to do, like clip this into fifty thousand clips and throw this up on the internet, like TikTok and shit like that, because I'm really lacking in the TikTok content creation, and I want to do more TikTok content creation. The problem is, is that I'm so sick and tired of the trends, and I'm sick and tired of stitching videos and being like, yeah, that's what she said, or God forbid, I become one of those fucking duet people that just does this. Fuck you. There's people out here really trying to work hard, and you just fucking all your content is you just duetting stuff and going. I'll kill you. Um, TikTok is fucking weird. TikTok is weird. TikTok's so weird because it's like, you f- people follow you based off of one video. That's the one thing I've noticed. Especially if you go, especially if you say things like, follow me. Like, Che Duran has got follow me, you fucking idiots. If uh, Andrew Packer's got follow me for more man news. Like, you know, a lot of people just go follow me and then they're, then 
people are like, Whoa! and then they, they click the follow button, uh, which leads you to not realizing who you're following. There are several content creators that have made me laugh, like like a guttural belly laugh, not just a, that's clever, like a fucking laugh. And I've clicked that follow button. And then all of a sudden, TikTok's algorithm is showing me a bunch of porn, basically, like a bunch of thirst traps. And I'm like, what's happening? And then I go back and check and see who I'm following. And I realize they're all OnlyFans models. You porn stars are hella funny. I got to be honest. Like, there's fucking... I have met mikers that are, like, trying really hard to be professional stand-up comedians in some semblance, shape, or form. And they cannot... They don't even scratch the taint of the sense of humor that you you naturally have you're doing work you're doing work because i know people rip on OnlyFans models like oh, all you do is show titty and then charge for it no these people are out here hustling they've got they got they got me look i i'm not gonna pay for for pornography i'm, I'm not gonna do it as much as i like to support small businesses i gotta i gotta i gotta save i gotta save my my shillings you know, I got a lady. I got a lady. I love her very much. I got a lady that I love very much. I don't spoil her as often as I should. I'm not I'm not spending $13.99 on a stranger's titty, but I admire the hustle. I really do. I admire the hustle. I'm very pro-sex work. I think that's great. And I think it's awesome that you're making content that's just completely different from that's isn't just a thirst trap. Yeah, thirst trap thrown in there. I have been privy to see it as I've been scrolling through my feed, and I've had to unfollow you guys because I can't react to that. I can't stitch and react to that. I'll look like a pervert. This mustache is not doing me any favors. But I, it's great. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. I am so proud of you. Which is probably something your parents never said, which is why you're doing this. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. That was a low-hanging fruit joke, and I apologize. Please don't come at me with hate comments. I'm deathly afraid of being canceled, despite not having a career whatsoever, and despite firmly believing that cancel culture does not exist. I said something shitty, and I should stand to accept the repercussions of that, but I'm not ready for it, so please leave me be. I'm a small little bean. I'm a small little bean drinking farm boy seltzer water. I'm of no threat to you. Be gone. Be gone. I'm of no threat to you. spit it right at the camera just fucking ruin my whole setup like a like like a defense mechanism from one of those fucking uh lizard things that killed uh killed uh, uh newman in in jurassic park <laughs> my, my neck frills up ah <laughs> oh, oh shit no you guys are funny as fuck funny as fuck funny as fuck you're better than tiktok chefs i hate I hate TikTok chefs, except for one guy, one dude, old school Kevmo. That guy fucking rules. Because you can tell he knows how to cook, but also doesn't give a fuck about certain things. Like, he knows how to, like, julienne a fucking, you know, whatever, salad, or fucking, you know, a cucumber or some shit. You know, he knows how to, like, chop properly, and he knows, like, flavor profiles, and he knows how to, like, you know really taste food on on each uh you know each little little flavor sector of his tongue and give an honest review of like a hot sauce or a snack or something like that but then in the same breath he'll be like guys today we're gonna make cookie dough chicken fingers <laughs> like 
I love, I fucking love this man. He's always wearing a Grateful Dead t-shirt. And he's got one of those like lovable beards that's like just beard. It's not a chin strap. It's just like, it's like he grew out a full beard and then was like, I don't really like the mustache. And then shaved the mustache off. That's what he's got. Old school Kevmo. The guy's the best TikTok chef. The only TikTok chef I'll watch. Because everybody else, everybody else is going to try and it takes too long to make their food by the way it takes way too long and they'll always be like it takes a long time but it's worth it really it takes a long time but it's worth it this is going to become shit it takes a long time but it's i have to marinate this chicken for three days this is going to become poo on the fourth day i'm gonna turn it into poop Maybe it's an exercise in letting go that I, I, I need, you know? But that's, a, that's just for a conversation between me and my therapist. I'm not going to marinate chicken for three days just so that I can appreciate the flavor profile of, like, cayenne better. I'm going to deep fry it and then turn it into poo on the fourth day. I'm not... I, fuck y'all. Fuck off. You know? And you can't sell me something that my deep-rooted childhood trauma isn't already scratching the surface of anyways. We're going to make a smash burger. I'm going to, guys, we're going to make a smash burger. Okay, what we're doing is we're going to take these, this ground chuck. We're going to take this chuck. It's 40% beef, 60% pork. And we're going to put it through this meat grinder. And we're going to make sure it's cold and it's nice and good. You know, it's, it's great. And we're going to mix it up with all these different spices. And we're going to make a little smash. We're going to smash the burger. We'll put some American cheese. Flip it. We're going to put some American cheese on it. Smash another burger. Flip it. Put some American cheese on that. Then it's time to build the bun. We're going to put lettuce, tomato, pickle, blah, 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 blah. Take these brioche buns, butter it up, put that special sriracha mayo on it, toast those, get the flavors just going in the profile, put that together. Is that not the best burger you've ever tasted? No, it's not, okay? Because McDonald's at four in the morning has something that your shitty fucking smash burger will never have, which is the first bite of a McDonald's double cheeseburger immediately sends off, kicks off my dopamine receptor and transports me to a time when my parents weren't yelling at each other. And that's, that tastes way better. Nostalgia, dopamine, and my severe addiction to fast food and McDonald's cheeseburgers. Your, your sous chef red seal ability <laughs> means nothing to me. You're a gnat. You are a gnat to me. That's We're going to make homemade chicken nuggets, guys. They're going to I guarantee you they're going to be better than McDonald's. Really? Really? Do your chicken nuggets taste like my parents' non-impending divorce? Is that what Is that what your chicken nuggets taste like? Cuz if they don't taste like that, if they don't taste like the one day a week when my parents weren't yelling at each other, then I don't want them. <laughs> Try these fries, guys. The secret to making McDonald's french fries is just sucking it up and spending the 99 cents on a medium fry. That's the secret to making McDonald's french fries. You can make them at home. Save some money. It's going to cost me $15. It's going to cost me $15. But when you break it down, each potato is less than... Shut up. Hey, man. Shut the fuck up. So... With this podcast, I originally wanted to do current events. I wanted to do a fun play on on the current event niche or whatever the the, the theme that you see in podcasts. But again, instead of uh, instead of talking about current events through the lens of my opinion, because I'm a dumb fucking guy, 
I don't know if you guys have been listening for the last 40 minutes and 31 seconds, but I'm a stupid piece of shit. So you should certainly not listen to my opinion truthfully about anything that I've said during this podcast, but especially about current politics and opinions. However, I thought a fun twist on that would be to get the local newspaper in the small towns that I, I live in and are adjacent to and read to you what's going on in those lo local newspapers. The problem is, is as I was reading these newspapers, I realized, one, that because the communities are so close, they're all the same stories with like maybe one or two extra stories thrown in. And two, they're boring as shit. So unless I'm making fun of this kid who like got into a uh, an auto shop apprenticeship program who's 16 and is going to live his dream of being a mechanic, uh, which is a stupid dream. Um, but uh, I'm, if you're going to dream, dream big, right? Dream like dream about becoming a car. Don't dream about the guy that fixes them. You know, dream about a corrective surgery that's going to turn you into a fucking car. <laughs> I'm going to be a guy that fixes cars. That's stupid. That's that's fucking that's dumb, Gregory. That's dumb. This is Amer this is this is Canada. This is North America. You can be anything you want. They put a they put an AK-47 on the back of a robot dog, and you think you won't be able to become a transformer in, in the next ten to thirty years? Really? I'm just gonna be the guy that fixes them. Dream bigger. That's a stupid fucking dream. Um so yeah, I could have torn that kid apart. That stupid son of a bitch. I could have torn him apart. Uh but I decided not to. Um, because all those stories were boring and really heartwarming. But I did find, I did find an editorial, uh, uh, not an opinion piece, but it's like a column that I can't truthfully tell if it's fiction or nonfiction. But this lady writes in with memoirs, essentially. And again, I don't know if they're fiction or nonfiction, but I figured I would read that to you because I read the first paragraph and tears started streaming down my face. I was overstimulated. So I want to show that to you guys, and then we'll wrap up the pod. You know, that'd be cool. Stop listening to me talk about bullshit for a little bit. All right, so this is taken from the Smith's Falls Gazette, or whatever the hell it's called. Um, Smith's Falls Record News, that's what it is. Great newspaper, truthfully. Um, and it's called Unwelcome Visit from Marguerite Did Not Last Long. Uh, I'm not going to read because I, I'm probably going to roast this, so I'm not going to read the uh, the. I mean, I've given you all the other information, so I don't know why I'm reading the author's not reading the author's name, but uh, I'm just protecting myself legally. Yeah, you can't come at me. I didn't send my I didn't send my angry mob of of fans after you. Summer holidays had barely begun when the phone call came from Marguerite's mother that her daughter, who was the bane of my existence, wanted to come to play. It's too many words. Too many words. Marguerite's daughter wanted to come and play. You could shorten that way down. Get to the funny quicker. Get to the punchline in 10 seconds. Another day ruined as far as I was concerned. Shots fired immediately. This poor. I hope this is, fic this is fictional. Because that poor bitch is immediately like, oh, I'd love to go play with Marguerite's daughter. And then is like, oh, she didn't like me? <laughs> Another day ruined as far as I'm concerned. But mother would have none of that attitude. And I heard her say into the phone, Mary would be delighted. Delighted I wasn't. Oof, Mary. Mary. But I just had to make the best of it. Marguerite arrived, all dressed as if she was going to church. Yeah, that's... You know what? I'm with you on this one, Mary. Don't don't dress like... You're going on a play date and you're going to dress fancy? I know that, like, girls back in the day didn't do... Like, didn't play with, like, frogs and snakes and shit. But what if? Everybody likes fun. 
it's not all dollies and tea parties. That's a sweeping generalization. What if Mary liked to fucking roughhouse? What if Mary was a black belt in jujitsu and wanted to roundhouse kick Marguerite to the face? Sounds like she did. Sounds like she did. We sat in the double swing in the grape arbor. See, she's in a swing. That's I gotta be outside. And I listened to her endless chatter about nothing in particular. My brother Emerson asked us if we would like to play Annie over. We had teams. Each team on either side of the drive shed with the low roof and the baseball was thrown over. All right, so here's where I'm running into some, some issues here. I don't know what any of that means. Um, the trick was to catch it, never knowing where it was coming from. Okay, all right. So it's a little bit, it's, it's a little bit like Russian roulette, just without the whole life-changing uh, consequences if you, if you lose. Uh, my three brothers were on one side. Well, it could be life-changing. I mean, it affected this woman enough that she wanted to write a fucking column in the newspaper about it. My three brothers were on one side of the shed, and Marguerite and I on the other. Emerson roared, Annie over! And Marguerite yelled at me to step aside. She was ready to catch the ball. <laughs> Something tells me this is not going to end well for poor Marguerite, all right? Something tells me Marguerite's going to get concussed, and all of a sudden her eye's going to do the chameleon thing for the rest of her life. Well, she caught it all right, but it wasn't a ball. It was a horse bun. Oh, this bitch got shitted on by a horse? This bitch got shitted on by a horse, dude. And one that obviously haven't been that long on the ground. Oh, a fresh, fresh horse shit. They threw fresh horse shit. That's how much they... I'm starting to be on Marguerite's side. I'm starting to be on Marguerite's. Imagine being, dude, that's how ruthless they were back then. That's how, everybody's like, respect your elders. There's the stereotype that it's all fucking boomers that are the problem. Hey, if you were mildly annoying to talk to, they used to throw shit at you. They used to throw shit at you if you were kind of uncomfortable to talk to, Okay. Nowadays, we just call you neurodivergent and move the fuck along. Nowadays, we just put you on the autism spectrum, diagnose you with ASD, and move along. This poor girl was mildly uncomfortable to talk to and overdressed for a play date, and they were like, let's dump diarrhea on her. White people are fucking terrifying. You guys are scary as shit. As soon as it hit Marguerite's hand, it broke into a thousand pieces. And cut. Did you count each individual piece, Mary? That's a little dramatic, don't you think? Uh, and covered her right down to the hem of her church-going dress. So now God doesn't want her. Now God doesn't want her. She can't go into the house of God smelling like shit. She's going to get holy water dumped on her. God's not going to want a shit smelling. She'll never be a nun now. You've just ruined this, this, this person's religious career going forward. You've ruined Marguerite's religious career going forward. The nun, she will not be allowed into the nunnery. The good Lord does not want her. Excommunicates her from the church because she was mildly irritating to talk to and you had to throw some shit on her. Of course, by the time we got to the kitchen door, the boys were nowhere to be found and it didn't take mother all day to figure out what had happened. Yeah, she's covered in shit. I would hope it takes less than 30 seconds for you guys to explain to her why she's covered in shit. In what world would that have ever taken even close to 24 hours, Mary? Mary's getting on my nerves here. A terrible protagonist. Terrible protagonist. 
She pushed Marguerite in the direction of the pump, which sat in the middle of the yard, ordered me to bring the bar of Life Boy soap from the basin at the back door, and stripped the screaming girl down to her store-bought underwear. I mean, unnecessary adjective. We're going to assume that you didn't knit the underwear yourself. We're going to assume you didn't DIY some linens, all right? You knit a shirt, you knit a dress, you hem some jeans. When it comes to underwear, you spend the good money. Socks and underwear, that's minimum a $10 purchase. Minimum. For one, for one, minimum a $10 purchase. I was ordered to get one of my school skirts and blouse for the almost naked girl. Her mother was called, and our playtime, this is, oh, Jesus Christ, this is in quotations, playtime, lasted less than an hour. If I knew it was going to be the last time we'd get a call from Marguerite's mother to see if my worst enemy could come and play. I knew it was, sorry, I knew it was the last time we'd get be getting a call from Marguerite's mother to see if my worst enemy could come and play. Play. Mary's a longtime writer with several books. Mary's cook, Mary Cook's Memories appears a regular column. Well, sounds to me like, cause let me just let me just skim through that again on my own. Maybe maybe I'm missing a saga. Maybe I'm missing the Marguerite saga, and I need to collect the other books. I'm putting this out there to anybody in Smith Falls who collects the record news. Are there any other Marguerite stories? Are there any other Marguerite stories? Cause if not, Mary's being a bit of a bitch. This person's kind of annoying, and I don't like hanging out with them. Let's throw, and before you guys come at me with, like, kids will be kids, I was a child once. I never once threw poo at someone. I was even a shitty kid. I was even, like, relatively mean to some of the kids that I went to school with on, on, a, on a bad day. And uh, never once thought about throwing shit at them. So, there's that. All right. That, uh, that pretty much wraps it up, I guess. Let me get my fucking website up so I can tell you guys my dates. Uh, oh, this is taking a sweet... Uh, great content, Logan. Uh, LoganBrownComedy.com There we go. Dot com. Fuck me. Com. Yeah, so my dates, uh, let's see, we've done those, we've done those, we've done those. Uh, it's not going to come out tonight. Oh, okay, uh, this will probably be out Monday. So, uh, July 27th, or 26th, excuse me, uh, Tuesday, I'm going to be at No Forks Given in Ottawa. On the 29th, I'm going to be at Yuck Yucks. It's my year anniversary doing stand-up comedy, so I'm going to be at Yuck Yucks. Um, on the 30th, I'm going to be at the, I'm gonna, another Yuck Yucks show, um, but it's the Yuck Yucks launching pad in Brennan's Hill, Quebec. Um, then I'm going to be at, uh, the comedy jam at live on Elgin for uh, Matt Santos's birthday party. Um, there's uh, no comedy night at Bowie's this month. There's no comedy night at Bowie's this month. Um, August 6th is the old craps. I won't be there, but if anybody's like, when are the old craps? This is how you know. Um, or you could just check the old craps Facebook page. Um, I'm going to be the laugh lounge on the 11th, August 11th. I'm doing a sex show there. Um, and I'm going to be at the solo festival, August 20th, um, in Oshawa. Um, so yeah. Fucking come on out. No excuses to not uh, not catch me. I'm definitely, I update the website pretty regularly, so check loganbrowncomedy.com for any upcoming dates. I also try to post weekly where I'm going to be, um, because if I do the month-long one, fucking nobody knows. Um, and, it's, and it means that I can post each week where I'm going to be, and that's, that's just better, because people aren't going to be like, he's going to be there on the 29th, and then... The you guys understand how self-promotion works. You can follow me everywhere, at Logan Doing Things. Uh, 
that's that's it right at logan doing things at logan doing stuff at logan doing stuff um sorry i, I don't like having logan brown comedy as the the, th the handle because i think it's redundant and also i think nobody popular um has the word comedy in their name you know what i mean like nobody that's like a really like a professional like Nobody that is the type of comedian I want to emulate as a professional comedian 10 to 15 years from now is going to be like comedy in the name. So I, Logan doing doing stuff um, is just just easier for me to uh, evidently not, but it just makes more sense for me as, as a person. Um, and then if I post stuff that isn't comedy, if I do the odd guitar cover or something like that, it's not it's not super weird. Anywho, anywho. Appreciate you guys watching. It's the inaugural episode. Uh, it wasn't without a couple of its technical difficulties. The camera stopped recording. I mean, you won't know because I'm probably going to edit that out. Uh, but I'll leave this part in just so that you know if there's a cut in the middle of it. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys hanging out. I appreciate you guys uh, indulging me for this uh, 50, 50 something minutes. Uh, please enjoy the theme song uh, on its way out. You know, make yourself some, make yourself a snack uh, next time, and uh, I will see you guys in a week from now. Peace, love, and unity. Y'all take care now. Bye!